we assume things are nailed on, but you know what? Everyone assumed La La Land was nailed on. That's true. Oscars 2021. Let's do this. Yes. Good luck to everyone. I hope I win, though. Yeah, I think this year's got a, a few more open races to go. If I take 18, I will be happy. I'm going to get 19 out of the 23 right Hey everyone, uh, welcome into the chat. Apologies for going uh, starting a little bit late, um, but we are live. It is the Oscars 2023, not 2021 as per the intro, is the Oscars 2023 uh, recap and reaction. I just had to grab an old intro video because the one I was trying to set up with last night's predictions kind of failed on me with the audio technical difficulties uh, as we had last night when we did our red carpet live discussion. With me once again, as always, for our award season is this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh rob fuzz how you doing buddy good you, did you enjoy the oscars last night i gotta i gotta be honest with you i love the oscars and i don't know i'm a softie because i cried at least twice a couple times i, mean, I cried because i'm not not because it was sad but i cried but it was it was a great show I, th I think, uh, like, you know, counting through, because we were obviously live chatting and discussing uh, a few of us uh, throughout the whole thing, and, and counting through the uh, the messages where you said you cried, I think you cried at least 15 times. <laughs> no, maybe not that many, but maybe like five. Maybe like five. You're like, I cried again. <laughs> that was, yeah, it was an emotional night, though. It was um, a very, you know, some, some very emotional uh, speeches and moments uh, on the night. Um, obviously, joining us in the chat, we've got um, we've got Jonathan Chong, JC. How are you doing, JC? I think it just, um, it just caught on JC. Uh, JC, um, he's given away his score already, but we're we're not going to go with the score just yet. We'll get to that bit. Uh, we've got um, Grace, A, B, C, D, E, and F. We've got K. Uh, I'm working, um, so I can't chat, but I'm listening. Welcome, K. Um, and yeah, obviously, JC. Yeah, it was, um, oh, wait a minute. We've also got someone who's not been around much during awards season, but making an appearance on Pub Talk for the first time in a while, is this guy right oh, here. Who's that? Oh, my God, I didn't even recognize him. It's Kitty over there. It's Psycho. It's Psycho. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, welcome I'm, in, I'm, chef, I'm chefing, so I'm going to be, I'm going to be, what's, what's his name in the main? Menu, film the menu. Okay, so um, yeah, what, what are you cooking? Instance. What are you cooking up, Dan? First of all, I'm cooking a healthy chicken and roasted vegetables because we've got to, you know, I'm on the health kick. I love so. that. You look amazing, Dan. Yeah, you oh, look. Thank you. Academy Award goes to who looks amazing, Disney Dan, with the Z. Well, speaking of looking amazing, obviously, um, I mean, the the night obviously always starts out with the uh, the red carpet where we get to see the uh, the A listers arrive. Controversial this year, the first time since was it since nineteen sixty one, or was it in sixty one years? I can't remember. I, I, I um, you could make up anything. No. One yeah, I think it was the first time since like nineteen sixty one. There wasn't a red carpet. It was a champagne carpet, um, which was 
a huge surprise, and I, and I wasn't a fan, I must admit. Like, you know, it's, it's the most famous red carpet in the world. I mean, at least there was a carpet, um, and it's great to have everyone back in, a, in an auditorium, which is a proper auditorium. They got rid of those stupid, pointless tables. You know, this isn't the Golden Globes or, or the SAG Awards with a dinner. You know, so they got rid of those, ca uh, those casual tables that they had last year, which I was really pleased about. They had the proper Oscars Dolby Theatre auditorium back. But um, but yeah, the the uh, everyone looking glamorous, a bit like Dan down here, you know, looking absolutely stunning. You, you don't um, want to look. I, no, you don't look at me. I'm all hot and sweaty. Well, well, yeah. or just hot? No, sweaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who are you wearing, Dan? Yeah, who are you wearing? <laughs> welcome in Bloom and Cheese, and uh, welcome in Noah. Noah. Yeah. No, uh, by the way, spoiler alert: Noah beat me this year. Good job, Noah. Or Ty. Wow. Well, Ty. well. We'll, we won't, uh, we won't um, let slip people's scores yeah. just yet. Um, some people know them already, but uh, yeah, we won't let, let slip the scores. But I we did... Um... I thought I walked it. Oh, wow. Okay, so we'll see how you fared, Dan. Um, obviously, we did have the red carpet, which was the champagne carpet. We've got some highlights here. I've put some highlights together of um, of the, the A-listers arriving. Uh, I didn't think anybody looked bad this year and sometimes like there's always some questionable outfits but i thought everybody looked absolutely stunning this year go on rob only issue i had was that girl with the huge whatever the the, the white the white hood thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They that they showed her the behind like, that what nerve like and the guy behind her is like like yeah, that, that's like if you were going to have a worse dressed, and I don't think she makes the montage that I've got here. If you're going to have a worse dressed, that would probably be the one. Um, but yeah, that's um, she looked good, that, but it wasn't worse dressed, but it was the most inconsiderate. no, 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 exactly. It was the most inconsiderately dressed, yeah, it wasn't the worst dressed, but uh, yeah, here's a recap of the, the champagne carpet and just how uh, some of the stars looked last night. So uh, I'm going to play that for you now.
So there we go. I was Robin doing the not to not to dance to that song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you could do the not to not to, I'd be very, very impressed. I'm doing it. So that was uh, that was the champagne carpet. So obviously, with it being the Oscars and it being pub talk, there's my uh, golden Oscars champagne for the uh, for the for the champagne carpet. So uh, champagne. Uh, By the yeah. way, Adam, what was the reveal? What time did you actually go to bed last night? Um, <laughs> well, officially. Earlier than I did. Um, so the Oscars finished just after 3.30 a.m., I think. Um, <clears throat> I was sorting a few bits out. It was maybe like 4.15 when I uh, when I finally went upstairs to bed. Um, but then I had some film work to do myself. So it was 5.30 when I actually turned the lamp off and went to sleep this morning. And, and then I was up again at 9 a.m. for... For, for calls and things like that so yeah uh, operating on a little sleep today so but I'm okay I'll, I'll just I'll sleep well tonight so but yeah so obviously we had the, the 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 champagne carpet obviously then we went straight into the show they changed the order of some of the awards this year historically you always have one of the supporting acting awards um, that's best supporting actor best supporting actress one of those is always um, presented first uh, but not this year and the reason being was because uh, o o you always get the returning um, opposite winner so uh, best supporting actor would present best supporting actress and vice versa best supporting actress best supporting actor because um, last year's best actor winner was not in attendance um, then the Oscars decided that they would mix up some of the pairings this year and they would mix up the presenting of the awards that was uh, that was that was what they revealed on the uh, on the carpet they said they were changing up some of the awards so this year it wasn't one of the supporting acting awards although they were still early in the night the uh, the first award presented was for this one here are the nominees for best animated feature film Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio Marcel Shell with Shoes On. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. The Sea Beast. And Turning Red. This is uh, my yeah. favorite category. Nick, come on, hurry up, they're doing the award! <laughs> it was, um... Like, what, already? It was uh, it was one that was quite easy to predict. I think uh, to to get the um, to get the the show off with a bang. Um, there were some great films in there this year. Turning Red was great. Uh, the Sea Beast was was decent. Puss in Boots was a fantastic film, as was Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, which I wanted to win deep down. Although it's not the film I picked. The film I picked was obviously Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, which was an absolute masterpiece. Um, and yeah, it took the prize. What, what did you make, Rob? I mean, you, you picked this one, right? Uh, yeah, I think we all picked it. Yeah. So, by the yeah. way, first off, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, the host, the yes. usual montage, flies in, uh, did an amazing job. His monologue was funny. Dan's cooking. Uh, you, you skipped over that stuff. It was amazing. Uh, you know, beautiful. Always the same old thing. Of course, I picked uh, Pinocchio. I think everyone did. So it just deserved it. It was a great movie. So. Yeah. It was. Um... It was, it was, it was obvious where, where this was going to go. I mean, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio um, had been taking all of the awards. Did you see the, any of the films or many of the films in this category, Dan? Or 
and he's muted at the moment. I'm muted because I'm running the tab and I don't want it to sound like I'm peeing. I thought you were earlier. So, <laughs> so because yeah. I'm holding salmonella, um, yeah, that's... the tap going. So I'm just, um, yeah. So I'm not actually urinating. I'm just letting the tap go so that I can wash my hands without turning the tap on with salmonella. Things. No, that makes sense. But that yes, sense. I watched. I watched a lot of the films. Um, I watched. I think all but one of the best picture nominations. I watched pretty much all of the animated films. I watched a few others that weren't nominated for best picture, but were more like, you know, like your avatars, your top guns, all that kind of stuff, which weren't nominated for best picture. But I think overall, I think, yeah, not, not too bad. Yeah, nice, nice. And uh, what did you make of uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio? So with Pinocchio, for me, this was a no-brainer. Um, yeah. I think this is Guillermo del Toro's best film for like, I don't know, maybe 10 years. Yeah, it was. Like, um... it was so good. I think it's, I'm, and as a Disney fan, and I'm going to say this, if people are going to hate me, I think I prefer it over the original. Well, there you go. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it was. It, no, no, I, I, I kind of agree with you. It was really well done. It was really well done. Think, yeah, great. Del Toro Dan instead of Disney Dan? Yeah, Del Toro Dan, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, JC says, I agree with Dan. Uh, it was a no-brainer. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think we all, all of us apart from Brandon, picked this one. Brandon went with Puss and Boots. Um, well, he goes but, uh, for always the odd choice. Which is why yeah, he always loses. Not, not, not always. Like um, Brendan did fairly well last night as well. But um, yeah, he he went. Uh, he's he went with Puss and Boots. <laughs> so yeah, he, he, he's he's uh, Dan's rival. So um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, so that was that was pretty much a lock in. Um, yeah, they, they they opened up with a lock um, award for the night and. Um, and then the next category was also pretty much done. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, yeah. it was, it, I didn't even. It was funny because earlier they were talking about um, Will Smith. Like, I guess they were talking about it on, on like the pre-show and stuff like that. And it, I, I totally forgot about Will Smith on the show. I think that's that's great. <laughs> it pissed me off so much last year about Will Smith and the famous slap. So, and it was in the monologue, and they did talk about it a little bit, but. I, I didn't even think of that. Like, that's why they had the... Yeah, that was a great point, Adam. I wanted to tell you that was a good point. See, yeah. I was waiting for, like, Nicolas Cage to, like, rugby tackle Tom Cruise <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah, they should have just brought out all the, uh, all, the, all the old martial arts actors, like, I don't know, Steven Seagal and Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Arnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone like, comes near him, they're going to attack him. I was just waiting for, like, two linebackers to be sitting on right and left of the stage as, like, a goof. But, yeah. So. yeah. Move on. I'm uh, sorry. No, no says, crazy, it's been one year already. The next award presented also a lock, in, uh, a lock I felt, and that was this one. Here are the nominees for Best Performance by an Actor in a Supporting Role. Brendan Gleeson in The Banshees of Inisherin. Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway. Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. Barry Keoghan in The Banshees of Inisherin. And Ki Hui Kwan in Everything Everywhere All at Once. 
Uh, yeah, this one was pretty much a lock. He'd won it everything apart from the BAFTA, uh, where it went to Barry Keoghan um, from the Vanshees and Sharon. But um, yeah, I think I think everybody went for Kihil Kwan for this one. Um, it it was a no-brainer, like I say. He'd been. He he won everyone's hearts in award season. I know you were. You, this was where you first got emotional during the night, wasn't it, Rob? Yeah, you know, like the, the girl from um, uh, what's it called? Um, what was the girl who announced it? She was um, from. Uh, that was Ariana DeBose from West Side Story she, last year. She, yeah. she, she even read it. Like as soon yeah. as she finished, she was so excited for him, and she said it like emotionally. And that guy just that guys won me over. I love him so much. You know, I just I even. <laughs> <laughs> I sent him a message. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm banging. I'm banging. Sorry. Right. That's okay. No, I, 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 I'm able to. I'm able to mute you and unmute you anyway. So it's, it's right. good. So, it's if, okay. so if it gets a bit a, a bit audible, I'll, I'll just mute sorry. you and bring you back in. It's okay, dude. It's okay. You, you, I'm sure he's got like fifty thousand so. messages. We appreciate you being here, Dan, because it's been a you. it's been a while. So yeah, yeah. yeah you're so. here. Get bad now, so, yeah. so it's good. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Dan, while you while you're uh, Unmuted. Oh, oh no, I can't. Yeah, there we are. I can't unmute you. Uh, yes. uh, Ki Hoi Kwan, what did you make of his performance in Everything Everywhere? I feel like I'm going to like talk about the same thing everything like all the time. That sounded really weird. Again, no-brainer. Like He won like everything apart from the BAFTA, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like so. he had like all the momentum going in. Like Everyone was talking about him. And yeah. I think just... Like, if you watch that performance, I mean, any performance in every, anything everywhere all at once, like, you could give the whole crew, the whole cast, every award, because everyone did an amazing job. But he was a big, big standout. Like, I think the film really, yay, I don't know. I just, I think his performance was just amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong, there were so many other great performances in other categories. But, no, I think... Pretty me, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would go along with that. Um, <clears throat> sticking with the support and uh, supporting cat uh, acting categories, the next one, another emotional one of the night, was this one. Here are the nominees for best performance by an actress in a supporting role: Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever; Hong Chao for The Whale. Kerry Condon from the Banshees of Inishirin. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Stephanie Shu for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay, so this one, uh, just, just going into the comments for a moment. Uh, Kihoi Kwan is great in Squid Game, says Noah. Grace said she was bawling before he even said a word. Yeah, I think uh, just looking at the emotion. Um, uh, so uh, JC says he didn't pick Kihoi Kwan but he wanted him to win uh, Super Fluffy Yeti says in the last minute before the award was announced he actually got nervous that he might not win um, yeah I wasn't sure he was going to get it but I cried when he did um, and then Noah says I don't think Kihoi Kwan uh, he, he's not in Squid Game no I don't think he is <laughs> I don't recall him from being in, in Squid Game So, um, but yes so obviously we, we had um the best uh, best supporting actress next uh this was one that wasn't a lock early award season angela bassett was uh, very much uh, in the ascendancy uh later on in um in the award season um uh, 
Jamie Lee Curtis started to rise to prominence, and Kerry Condon also uh, took the BAFTA. So you know, it was um, it was going to be interesting where this one was going to go. Um, now, it went to Jamie Lee Curtis, which uh, which not everyone picked last night. I think I was the only one that actually picked that. I um, did. That did you pick that one? I think I did. Uh, I've got you down on our sheet as Angela Bassett. Uh, maybe I went back and forth on her. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, but this is the moment Jamie Lee Curtis won the award. And I think this is an interesting turning point of the night. Grace has just kind of made mention to this. Angela's reaction was priceless. So this is obviously when they're uh, doing the nominee, uh, nominees before they present the award. And it's interesting. Bill Nye on the champagne carpet was talking about the award season run and how all of the same actors are generally nominated or, or for the most part and they all become good friends on that circuit of course Angela Bassett had started award season um, and she looks stunning by the way uh, Angela Bassett had started award season um, looking like a, 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 a hot favorite for the Oscar because she she took the Golden Globe she took the Critics Choice um, and it looked like she was nailed on for the Oscar uh, then obviously as we got closer to um, closer to the Oscars, like I say, Kerry Condon took the BAFTA, Jamie Lee Curtis took the SAG Award, and so that blew the Oscars race wide open. And uh, and so this really could have gone anywhere. Now, Bill Nye says they're, they're all good friends on awards circuit because they all kind of support each other, and obviously Austin Butler had won quite a few, Brendan Fraser had started to come strong, and uh, in this is in the Best Actor category. So you'd think the same would apply for the Supporting Actress category. And uh, and so it's interesting to watch Angela Bassett's reaction when Jamie Lee Curtis is called. The rest of the guys are obviously over the moon for her, but um, but yeah, Angela's reaction really surprised me because it kind of it, it stays as well, and it's um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, obviously we've got. Um, if I would pick out one incident on the Oscars, this is it. This like, is like yeah, all over it, Twitter today. So yeah, it was um, it was interesting. I was going to try and sort of highlight this red ringer, but I didn't have time. But uh, but we all we all know which one Angela Bassett is. She's wearing she's okay. wearing the the beautiful purple get up. She's on the front row, sitting next to um, sitting next to Austin Butler. Um, so she's kind of just in front of the uh, the microphones, and this is where um, Troy Kotzer and Ariana DeBose announce who the winner is obviously you got angela bassett there in the top left she looks and, upset uh, already though i didn't even see yeah she stuff. she does not applaud look at that she does not applaud she looks bewildered um but then it's not just there just keep looking like you know the the auditorium everyone's up an entire stand innovation for jamie lee curtis the whole auditorium's up except Angela Bassett, who's still sitting there. Did you see her then? She was still <laughs> sitting. Let's look at that. Look, she's still. Wait, wait, wait. There she is. She's still sitting there, and she you know is seat, not I, applauding. I swear, I swear. You know whose seat she's sitting in? Will Smith's seat. That's where Will Smith. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, she's is in the Will Smith seat. seat. She is still sitting down. Everyone else is up on their feet. And then if we just scroll forward, obviously Jamie Lee Curtis gives a great emotional speech. She, uh, she, parents, of course. Yeah, she, yeah, uh, famous parents, and uh, and she, and it was a great, it was uh, humble speech because she also remembered all the people that she's worked with in the forty-five year career that she's had before this moment, and she dedicates her Oscar to all of them, everyone she's ever worked with, everyone on that film, all of her agents, all of her family. Uh, we have won an Oscar is her message. Everyone she's worked with over the forty-five years beforehand. She's going through this. We're just here at the end of the speech. She breaks down in tears. 
it's very emotional. Everyone starts to applaud and cheer, and Angela Bassett is still there, not applauding. You can see right at the front row. Uh, it's just, it's absolutely... I know it, why. It, it blew my mind. It blew I'll be my honest, mind. That, that hurts her, dude. That's not looking good for her. Yeah, it's 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 not a good look, is it? So, I know yeah. why that she didn't clap. Because what's going to happen is, because the camera already panned away, when Jamie Lee Curtis leaves the stage, you will notice that Angela Bassett's seat is empty. The reason is, five minutes later, backstage, there was a, a report of this that they saw a person in a purple gown with a Michael Myers face mask. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I see the thing coming up. Yeah, she I see the. the um... Welcome in Walt from Mouse Talk. So Angela Bassett saw loser. By the way, that looked like the six finger finger man smiling for Jamie Lee Curtis. How you doing, Walt? So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, didn't even applaud. That was obnoxious. Yeah, that that was the that was the one. Slight blemish of the night, I think, in what was otherwise a really safe Oscars after after everything that happened last year. So, um, so yeah, it, it just it surprised me. I really thought that um, Angela Bassett, you know, having been around the block for a few years, it was thirty years ago that she was last nominated, I think. And all right, it's a long time between nominations, but you would have thought she would have been supportive of someone else that Wait, worked what? in the industry for Angela forty-five Bassett was, years. She was nominated how long ago? I th well, I, I believe. I mean, I, I may I may have this wrong, but I believe it was about thirty years ago, something like that. I, I could be wrong. I will I say wrong. though, in all what? What she, one sec there, what was she nominated for? Uh, I I can't remember. Um, let's have a look. I'm just it seems yeah. that's a little off. I don't know. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like her performance in Black Panther was good, but I didn't think it was Oscar worthy for me. I just there's something. There was something about it that just didn't hit me. Like everyone was talking about it before I saw the movie. Like, yeah. oh, Angela Bassett was unbelievable, and you know she, you know she's Oscar worthy, all that kind of stuff. Before I saw the film, and then I saw the film, and I was like, like that was a good performance, but I don't think it was like an Oscar-winning performance. I, for me, it didn't. I don't know. Maybe I just look at it differently, but. I think what Jamie Lee Curtis did was better. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that's fair. My point. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I agree. So, but yeah, so there we go. That was one of the talking points of the uh, of the night. Um, uh, on, on my end, uh, the cut off of the hair and makeup uh, award to commercial, as he was about to read the winner. Oh, I, I don't think I saw that. So I don't think they cut off any of the awards that I saw uh, in the telecast. Um, <clears throat> the next award of the night after supporting actress was Here are the nominees for best documentary feature film All that breathes All the beauty and the bloodshed Fire of love A house made of splinters And Navalny uh, this isn't always a category that everyone knows uh, very well. Obviously, not not many people watch the documentaries. I mean, some do, and and some of them are really really good. Um, I did think this year's winners wa uh, winner was superb, and it was the one that I voted for. It was the one that I was rooting for. Did you see any of the docs, Dan? Watched you Navalny. You watched Navalny. Yeah. I watched, really insightful. Yeah. And I really watched nice. Fire. What was it? 
Fire, Fire of Love on yeah, that's on Disney Fire Plus. Of so, Love. Yeah. And yeah. To be honest, I felt like I knew Navani was gonna win it, but Fire Made of Love I thought was better in my opinion oh, interesting interesting rob did you see oh, that's the one like my heart like i want to that's in a navalny yeah. and then i didn't that's all I saw, so. <clears throat> that's all you saw yeah so obviously navalny was the winner uh, it was great that actually navalny's family were there as well you know so um, if you're not familiar with the story uh, alexandri navalny is the person that uh, he's the russian opposition to but uh, vladimir putin um and uh, and they tried to off him uh, a few years ago they uh, you know um it's, it, it highlights a lot of the Russian corruption, um, shall we say, and um, and it was a botched um, assassination attempt by the Russian government. Uh, Navalny managed to escape to um, a safe hideout in Germany, um, and then eventually he was kind of like, no, I don't fear my home country. I want to I want to return to my home country and continue to fight and you know stand for what I believe in on the political message. And obviously on on his return, he's been arrested and uh, incarcerated he's in solitary confinement um and his family were there to highlight the the plight um against dictatorship which i thought was a really strong message i thought it was a a, a worthy winner i get what you mean down like fire and love was fascinating um mm. all that all that breathes i wasn't a big fan of all the beauty and the bloodshed and a house made of splinters were both good documentaries um uh, and that's I, I i hate to belittle all that breathes i just found it a difficult watch it's not that it wasn't a, uh, a a good subject matter i mean it's all about pollution in india and uh, and, and how it's harming the wildlife so of course that's an important subject as well um but yeah navalny um navalny was just i i was my jaw hit the floor when i watched some of those yeah, parts in that documentary so, very very quickly yeah. i'm gonna jump off because we've got sort of food being made and yep. whatever but if you've um if you guys are on within the next sort of 30 minutes an hour, I might jump back in. Um, okay, yeah, cool, yeah. We'll, uh, just, just check, we've only just walked in, in the door, so I'm just trying to sort of... But I thought I'd just jump in and say hello, and, and I want to know if I've won or not. Probably yeah, no. Probably I'm no, like, no, Goodbye, no Del Toro, See you in a bit, Daniel. Enjoy your dinner. Bye, bye. Um, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully have you back on before we finished. But, uh, yeah, cheers, Dan. Love you, yep. brother. See, see you. you. Yeah. See you. Take see care, buddy. Bye, Barry. By the way, Angela Bassett, what's love got to do with it? 1994, 29 years ago. You're good. Oh, 29, so yeah, so yeah. <laughs> you're good. I forgot, so, man. I forgot about that. So there we go. Um, so JC, I based it off where the doc was playing on what service and the story it told in relation to current issues. So that's where how he, his pick was. Jim is in the chat. Hey Jim, welcome that's in uh, uh, from More Sunshine, please. And also David, welcome in road trip, Dave. Uh, what up, you guys? Just dropping in to say hello. Still working, but I'll be listening. Cheers, Dave. I appreciate you popping in. Um, people saying hello to each other in the chat. Um, and uh, oh, um, Surfbum John is in as well. Welcome in, buddy. John. Um, and, uh, yeah, just making sure I've caught up with everybody. Yeah, people all just saying hello to each other. Yep, so, um, so yeah, um, thanks for popping in, guys. Navalny took that award um i thought it was a worthy winner for best documentary feature uh and then we moved on to the next award here are the nominees for best live action short film an irish goodbye ivalu le pupile night ride 
and the red suitcase. Um, did you uh, did you see all of these or any of these, Rob? Let's do something new. I'll let you know when I saw something. I was like, okay, you let me. You let me know when you saw something. Yeah, I saw three out of the five on these ones. I saw. How was Irish Goodbye? Was it good? Did it? I I didn't see Irish Goodbye. That I I had a feeling that was going to win because it's at the BAFTA. So that was that was kind of why I picked that one. I did pick this this one as well, Um, and um, I I wasn't a hundred percent, but because it won the BAFTA, I I had a good feeling. So I went for Irish Goodbye. I didn't see it. I saw Evilu. I saw. Uh, Le Pupile, which is um, a uh, Alfonso Cuaron um, film, that was his sixth different nomination in the Oscars. You know, for as a producer, as a director, as a as a screenwriter. Which one was this? Um, Sorry, uh, uh, as a cinematographer. This is live action short, so he got a live action short nomination. So that's the sixth different way Alfonso Cuaron's been um, nominated at the Oscars for that's Le awesome. Pupile. Uh, I saw Night Ride as well. I didn't see the Red Suitcase either. Um, most of us went with an Irish goodbye. Dan went with Le Pupile, and um, I think Grace went with the red suitcase. So, um, but yeah, an Irish goodbye took that award. Uh, I can't say anything about the film because I've not seen it, unfortunately. Um, so we'll move on to the next category, which was. Here are the nominees for Achievement in Cinematography. All Quiet on the Western Front. Bardo, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. Elvis. Empire of Light. And Tar. So, yeah, I think this one was pretty much a lock. But maybe only so because RRR wasn't in the running. Um, No, wait, I've gone with the wrong one. Uh, I've... I was thinking of a different thing. Uh, this is cinematography, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, my bad. Sorry, yeah. No, this one wasn't a lot. This one, um, we had, obviously, uh, the guys from Orquart on the Western Front. We had um, a nomination for Bardo, False Chronicle of Truths, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. I watched that film. It was a bit of a strange film. Um, Elvis was nominated, Empire of Light, which is Roger Deakins, who famously did that amazing cinematography job in 1917, a few years ago. And uh, and Florian Hofmeister from from Tar as well. Uh, James Friend, I I picked James Friend from, from All Quiet on the Western Front um, because I thought that was the best cinematography out of the bunch. I didn't think all of these films deserved that nomination this year. I thought there were some other films that were more deserving of a cinematography nod. In all fairness, but um, but of the bunch that were selected by by the Academy by the um, by the cinematographers. Um, I, I I went with James Friend. Uh, what did you go for, Rob? <sighs> this is my downfall. This is probably why I lost. I had a lot of confidence in Elvis. I'm not going to spoil the future ones, but Elvis just didn't win. So I went with Elvis. So. <laughs> you went with Elvis. Okay. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Super fluffy ass. So yeah. maybe that and maybe one other fluke, whatever, I would have... Yeah, super fluffy. He says, uh, as a sum up, no huge jaw jaw dropping surprises. I, I would just, I would say in comparison to last year, certainly not. No huge uh, jaw chopping. Uh, he's not dissing anything. Yeah. No, not much. But uh, like I said in the predictions, certain things could have went certain ways, and they went one way. They didn't go the other way. So they that that wasn't solid that they were going to go the way they did. So it's a few a few of these. So. 
Yeah, uh, JC says, uh, I feel like cinematography could have nominated Top Gun because of the new technology in the cockpit that they did. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Um, yeah, the, the cinematography in, in Top Gun was quite good. Uh, my favourite cinematography was Blonde, um, the Netflix you film. You did say that, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought the cinematography in that was stunning. So, um, I believe, as someone uh, other than me has pointed out, this is the beginning of the tide shifting that appeared that all quite the Western Front might win best picture well yeah rob you um i said you that. you <laughs> said that you didn't think all quiet would win anything other than incestual well, see that yeah that's yeah, what yeah, i was saying yeah, yeah. and uh it was either you went team elvis or other pictures or team you know fable bids or team you know a couple of those were nominated for other stuff or you went that route with all quiet on the western front i, I have literally zero zero confidence in all quiet on the western front that's you know, it wasn't even that one. Maybe it was the next one they won or whatever, but that's what I was like, I don't know. Like I I didn't have a doubt at all the outcome of what was going to happen. But if I was going to start doubting anything, that's when, you know, this movie was the one that would put the doubts in my mind. How's that? Yeah. No, that makes sense. That, yeah. that makes absolute sense. Um, so the next category. We'll get there. I want to... Here are the nominees for Achievement in Makeup and Hairstyling. All Quiet on the Western Front. The Batman. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Elvis. And The Whale. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, buddy. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so... Um, this one, I think, uh, this is one that kind of caught a few people out as well. I know, uh, again, you went, with, you were going Team Elvis on this, weren't you? And uh, and so was Grace. Um, you know, I know Grace was a, a huge fan of the Elvis film and the work that they did. And obviously, you know, to, to, to recreate Elvis with Austin Butler and, and also the work they did on Tom Hanks as uh, Captain Tom Parker. That, uh, that was, um, yeah, it was, it was great. It was um, certainly a... a Great work, but I, I I did think that um, I mean looking at the nominees, all quite on the Western Front. I didn't think the makeup was anything special. Uh, the Batman again, I didn't think the makeup was anything special. Black Panda, Wakanda Forever. No, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, not Black Panda. Uh, Black Panther, <laughs> Wakanda. Forever. <laughs> I, I've I've been saying this all award season. I've been calling it Black Panda. Um, it's just you know yeah. Turn it uh, Black, pa Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Um, I did think was in with a chance in this one because it took it in 2018, but then obviously you saw the work on the whale and the transformation of Brendan Fraser, and and that was the one for me. I think I think it was akin to the way they transformed uh, Gary Oldman for, uh, into Winston Churchill and Darkest Hour, or or the way they transformed um, Jessica Chastain last year in the eyes of Tammy Faye. You know, so that transformation that they did with Brendan Fraser, I thought was um, was superb, and um, and yeah, so. Uh, to, to, to make him that big without putting too much on his face to cover up his facial features and things, um, that was um, that was the thing that tipped it for me. I know Grace disagrees. She says, nope, Elvis should have won this one. Um, Grace, we're going to have to agree to disagree here because I think this was a worthy winner for The Whale. Um, so, yeah, uh, The Whale took this one, um, which I picked... Um, Dan picked, and I believe Brandon picked as well. I believe Brandon picked the whale. So, um, 
yeah, GC says, I picked Elvis on this one, but the whale was impressive. Um, uh, let's have a look. Um, okay, uh, Bloom and Cheese said, the biggest upset for me, animated movie. Turning Red was way better than Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Really? That's an interesting take, Bloom and Cheese. I'm not sure I agree, but uh, that's, you know, movies are all about everyone can have their own opinions, so that's absolutely fine. Um, I, I did think, I mean, I, I preferred Puss in Boots over Turning Red, and I preferred Marcel the Shell with Shoes on over Turning Red, but again, that's just my my personal opinion, and that's that's not to dismiss your opinion, so if, if you were a big fan of Turning Red and you thought that was the worthy winner, um, that's that's a fair enough pick, um, but I did think the work that they did on Pinocchio was, was just an, another level, a notch above, uh, so I can see why that was the winner. Um, but yeah, so where were we then? Uh, hair and makeup obviously went to the whale, um, and then our next category um, along a similar vein. Here are the nominees for achievement in costume design: Babylon, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Everything Everywhere all at once and mrs harris goes to paris uh yeah so this was i think one of the first shocks in the night for some people because again i think uh, most people went with elvis on this one um and i can i can completely understand why on costume design um uh i think brandon went with everything everywhere all at once I'm not sure why, because I don't think the costumes necessarily popped. Oh, no, there was actually, no, that I, I stand corrected. There was some in the multiverse that popped. Um, I thought the costumes in Babylon were great. Um, and I thought, obviously, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris wasn't obviously pulling up any trees in awards season, but it's a film about fashion, so obviously it was, was uh, you know, it was rightly nominated. Um, but, um, yeah, most people went with Elvis, I went with Black Panther. I said it right that time. I had to, had to double check myself. Hey. I went with Black Panther: Wakanda Forever again because uh, I knew that this uh, the, the original Black Panther in 2018 took this category, um, and so um, seeing Ruth Carter up for this award again, it, it was a no-brainer to me that she might take this. I didn't know for certain. I was kind of like you know, I, you know, I thought Elvis was certainly in with the shout. But um, but I, I I stuck to my guns. I went with um, Ruth Carter for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, and I and I took this category, which I think obviously I, I know that you and uh, and Grace uh, were a bit surprised by the outcome of this one. Um, uh, so yeah, just heading back to the comments. Turning Red was good, but not amazing. Um, but I liked it more being my city. Um, that's uh, nope. The authenticity of every single costume that was made for Elvis, including um, what every extra was wearing, was an astounding piece of work. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree, Grace. Uh, I do think the costumes in Elvis were um, superb. Yeah, especially uh, like JC did black. Like you see that, like the pre-show, they showed all the different things, the detail, the video, the people in the audience, and they said they made like two thousand costumes and they made like two hundred uh, costumes for Elvis and stuff. So. Like, I was like, oh, that's a solid pick, because I picked that too, you know what I mean? Nope. 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 It was, uh, yeah, I could completely understand everyone's reasons for picking those. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, like I say, I mean, Grace has just kind of summed it up, like the, 
the level of detail in the costumes down to every extra was great but then you could argue the same point for black panther you know they, it's it's not just a, a a couple of main focal characters oh. it's it's the um it's why the, did you pick it why didn't i pick Elvis? why did you pick that oh why did i pick black panther he, he said this in the twitter chat it pissed me off by the way so uh because i remembered that um they won it in 2018 so yeah very was, smart of you very smart yeah i, I remember that they won it in 2018 it was ruth carter so i was like I, I was like yeah it just it made sense to me um that black panther might might take that one so oh, you were right and i was i wasn't i was pissed but i was impressed so. yeah um black panther you know they, they yeah like i say that they have extras too that that also you know they, they bring wakanda to life don't they so um yeah, so Grace says they researched every piece of live footage that they recreated and the audience members, the extras, was exactly the real... Yeah, that's which is a which is a great thing to do, you know. It's it's, um, it's great that they, they went to such efforts. And, and maybe in a different year, Elvis would have taken it, I just think. Did you see Baz Luhrmann at all, by the way? Uh, I saw him on the, on the champagne carpet, yeah. I saw him do an interview uh, with Sky in the UK on the... Yeah, I didn't see him at on all. ...on the carpet, so... Cool. Um, I, I think I might have only seen one one clip of him in the audience, audience uh, for the for the night, and I did rewatch the the entirety of the Oscars again today, just to you know just to see any bits that I might have missed last night. So, but yes, Baz Baz was there as as, as Grace says, he was indeed there. So um, so that was costume design, um, and the next category was. Here are the nominees for Best International Feature Film. All Quiet on the Western Front, Germany. Argentina, 1985, Argentina. Close, Belgium. EO, Poland. And The Quiet Girl, Ireland. Yeah, I think this one was a lock. Um, purely because RRR, this is where I was going to say before, but I got confused with um, cinematography. Uh, this one was a lot purely because RRR was not nominated in this category. And I think if RRR had been nominated, then it could have been a different story. But uh, this one, um, the only other film that I think gave the the winner any competition was Argentina in 1985, which which I really enjoyed that film. Uh, I, I didn't know. see close. That was Pedro Pascal's sister made that movie. Wow, you know that? that's awesome! They came yeah, in together, yeah, which was kind of bizarre. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, cool. that's very cool. But yeah, yeah Argentina, um, nineteen eighty-five. She beats. So. Yeah, yeah. So, which is a great film. Um, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, had vibes of the Trial of the Chicago Seven, except you're on the opposite side this time. You, you're you're in favor of the prosecutors rather than the defense. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a great film. Uh, Argentina, nineteen eighty-five. I didn't see Close from Belgium. I saw EO from Poland, which was bizarre. And, uh, and what, yeah, what was the other one? The Quiet Girl from Ireland. I saw that. That was quite a good film, but um, but nothing stood a chance up against uh, the winner, which was all quiet yeah. on the Western Front. Which, which you said, you, with that. <laughs> yeah, you said it would take this one. So, yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah. JC says this was a no-brainer. Big war film takes it. Yeah, it was. It was interesting as well. Like we're used to seeing some great war films, you know, whether it's Saving Private Ryan, whether it's 1917, Dunkirk, you know, things like that. Um, one's at Pearl Harbor, you know, uh, one's from an American point of view, one's from a British point of view. It's interesting to have the film from the German point of view. Um, mm. Not World sure. War Two. this is obviously World War One, but it's, uh, it's a, a great 
story. It's a um, you know the, the the lies that were told to the, the people that signed up to go to war, and uh, and the the harsh realities when they get there. And it's it's harrowing. It's brutal. Yeah. It's a fantastic film. Do you know uh, the really stat amazing. of how many best pictures were best foreign uh, nominations? Did you do that in your stats? Eight. That was the eighth time that we had an international film that was also nominated for best picture, um, and all eight of them as of last night, have won the international film. So uh, some of those that um, stand out is Roma, which won a few years ago, um, Parasite, Drive My Car, um, All Quiet on the Western Front. So, uh, yeah, the ones that have been nominated for Best Picture and have been in the international um, feature film category have gone on to win. Obviously only one of those has won Best Picture and International Feature, which was, of course, Parasite um, in... 2019, I believe that was. Mm. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Uh, Jim says, All Quiet was the only one of those also nominated in Best Picture. Easy pick, yeah. So, absolutely. Um, so, there we go. What is the uh, the next category after International Feature was? Here are the nominees for Best Documentary Short Film. The Elephant Whisperers, Haul Out, How Do You Measure a Year, The Martha Mitchell Effect, and Stranger at the Gate. So um, this was documentary short subject. Um, I think you're the only one that got this one right, Rob. I do. I do. Um, yeah, so... Um, <clears throat> I've seen four out of the five here. I saw Elephant Whisperers. I saw Hall Out. I saw the Martha Mitchell effect. I saw Stranger at the Gate. I really wanted to see How Do You Measure a Year. That's what Brandon went for. That's what Grace went for. Um, that was the one that really excited me because it, it felt like a, a, a short documentary version of, of um, the film Boyhood, which was a, uh, a, an Oscar nominee a few years ago, a Best Picture nominee, which I loved. Um, I went with Stranger at the Gate. That was... Uh, an interesting subject matter. This was actually the first award of the night. This was the 10th award presented, and this was the first one that I got wrong. So, um, and I didn't expect to do like that. I say that making it sound like I'm shocked that I got one wrong, not at all. Last night, uh, for anyone that, anyone that w watched our red carpet discussion will testify, I wasn't confident at all with my predictions last night. I predicted that I might only get, well, I, I was confident on 10 or 11 of them, but I, I didn't know what I would get after that. Uh, I thought 10 or 11, maybe I've, I've got right. You said in our prediction show... I said I would like to get 18. Yeah. If I got, if I got 16, I, would, I, would, I was doing well. Yeah. Uh, and I said I was really confident of, of 10 or 11 tops. This is the guy who, as he got him right, every single one, as the night went on, one for one, two for two, <laughs> three, four. He was on a roll, I'm like... I was like, on a roll. First head right, I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, that was well. No, that, I was I was on nine for ten by this point. So that was the tenth one, and uh, and yeah, I was that that was the first one that I I got wrong. Which um, yeah, JC went uh, with how do you measure a year? Um, where does one go to view the documentary shorts? Um, so Elephant Whisperers, I think, was on Netflix as I recall. Haul Out, I believe, is on YouTube or Vimeo somewhere. 
Um, Real quick, the, the, so you know, Martha Mitchell effect was on Netflix. And we search where they they are. So yeah, sorry. Uh, no, 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 it's fine. Stranger at the Gate was online. Uh, Martha Mitchell effect was on Netflix. How do you measure a year has not been released. Some stuff yeah, so that was released. one that I didn't get to see. The yeah, movie yeah. theater by me, it's like an art house theater. They do uh, all the uh, live animations, animation shorts. They do like all the, it, the, they do a lot of them. Like they have festivals where you actually go see. Yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. And so did, they're. One year, yeah. I'm sorry. One year I did take a film class and I, I did, for some reason, I did see all the the shorts for both animated and regular and uh, I did pick them that year and I got them right because they were just clearly what one. So. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Like so it was, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you, you got that one, um, <clears throat> which, yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I saw for that. I saw, <clears throat> I was, I did some research. I was looking at some clips and it just looked cool. So I said, you know what? It looks cool. It was, it was, it was the one that Kim was rooting for. She, she genuinely cheered when this one won. Um, yeah, she got really emotional watching the Elephant Whispers. Kim's a a, a big um, advocate of uh, you know sort of, Christ, uh, for real animal welfare and you know and uh, yeah, so she uh, she she loved the fact that Elephant Whispers won. It was a great subject matter, so it thoroughly thoroughly deserved it. I thought Stranger at the Gate might have taken it because that was a a, a really compelling story in itself, but um, uh, uh, Elephant Whisperers. What was, was the one with the girl who was like that prodigy and she was, you know, she was for human rights and stuff? What, what movie was that? Was that for that category? Or um, <clears throat> She was like 16 when she became famous. Like she was, I forget what it was. Oh, no, that wasn't for that one. No, that wasn't, that wasn't any of the ones this year, was it? I don't think. Well, she was there. I just forget who it was. No, no, no she no, was there. She was in the audience. Yeah, she was in the 45. audience. No, she she's had part one, part in one of these movies. I just don't remember which one. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. I'm not oh, sure she was there. So. Yeah, some someone in the chat might know that one, but I'm not sure which one that was for. I think she was Indian descent, maybe. I'm yeah. Sure. So, sure so that was um that was documentary short. We keep with the short subjects here. Here are the nominees for best animated short film. The Boy, the Mole, the Fox and the Horse. The Flying Sailor. Ice Merchants. My Year of Dicks. And an ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it. This was a fun look. That was the ostrich movie. I love, the, I love an ostrich told me the world is fake and I think I believe it. I saw that one. Uh, really fun. Really fun. Uh, that was the one I wanted to win deep down. It was my favourite out of the uh, of the five of them. Um, I did think it was between the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse, which is what I picked, and my year of dicks. Uh, I think that one was quite popular as well. Um, the flying sailor and ice merchants. I didn't think we're in with a shout really. Um, uh, yeah, I saw all five in this category. I went with The Boy, The Mall, The Fox, and The Horse, and that was the winner, and, and a worthy winner as well. On HBO Max, i got to watch it. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it's on Apple Plus, and I have Apple Plus. Yeah, it's on Apple Plus, and it's on, it's on BBC iPlayer in the UK it as looks, well. It looks and, stunning, uh, that movie. It looks really yeah, good. it's it, it's beautiful. It's a, it's a lovely story. And, and these were one of my favourite um, uh, award speeches of the night as well. I thought the... Um, yeah. Oh, uh, obviously the uh, the live action short, the Irish Goodbye, uh, where they sang Happy Birthday as well. That was <laughs> that was a beautiful moment. Yeah. They, Is that uh, kid in the movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Weird. So yeah. So um, so that was one of the nice moments of the night. But then yeah, the speeches for for the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse from a couple of people, a couple of Brits who who 
this is their first film and uh, and yeah just, just quite good British humour in their speeches uh, the, the second one being slightly bizarre I think he just wasn't expecting to win and went off on a tangent which was hilarious but um, but yeah that was that was a, a nice little moment so that was a best animated short which I did get correct um, and we go on to the next category Here are the nominees for Achievement in Production Design. All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water. Babylon. Elvis. And The Fablemans. Now, this one, I think, caught most of us off guard. I think Grace got this one right, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but... The four of us regulars on Pub Talk, as in Rob, Dan, Brandon and myself, we all went with Babylon in this one. I, I really thought Hollywood root for Babylon, with Babylon being a, a period piece about Hollywood. Um, a bit like um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, when that won it, uh, when La La Land won production design as well. I really thought that Hollywood would root for Babylon. Um, nope. That the Academy would know, <laughs> but no, it wasn't. It was. No, I, I was nervous when... Uh... Jimmy Kimmel took a stab at it and lost a hundred million dollars. I was like, ooh, and the crowd went, ooh. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a very oh, it, was a, it was a funny bit ooh moment, like a low blow moment. Babylon was great. Like my two favorites were Babylon and Top Gun. They were fun. They were great movies. So Yeah, they're 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 two of my favorites. Not my two favorites, but but um but Babylon was superb. Um Top Gun was superb. I really like Triangle of Sadness as well. And Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, um, yeah, they're they're, they're probably they're probably in my top five uh, this year. Uh, well, but yeah, quick, so by the way, I don't know if, if someone didn't know how many of the films have you seen out of the all. How many were there, and how many did you see? Just uh, just remind. Fifty four, fifty four in total nominated. I saw forty eight of them. So, so um, if I'd had more time yesterday as well, but I ran out of time getting things sorted, I would have seen forty nine. Because... You think you'll go back and watch the ones you haven't seen? Uh, maybe one or two of them like like I say I wanted to see how do you measure a year so when that's available I do I'll want to see that, that yes yeah um, um, I'd be interested to see Two Leslie which uh, which was on TV yesterday I was going to try and watch it before the Oscars but I just didn't get time um, so um, I'd be interested to see that because I do like to see the the acting performing uh, categories and that was that was the one of, of those that I didn't see but yeah I saw 48 which was uh, a long slog this year to, to try and get through um, so many, but some some just weren't available, so I'll have to wait until. Adam, you want to play some video games? No, I watched four films today. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been uh, working on a film. It's been trying to watch films. It's been working on a film. It's been uh, trying to trying to be a dad or or, or uh, life do support. stuff around the house. Yeah, do do general life, work, balance. You know, and uh, and trying to do the thing that I love, or the things that I love, making a film and uh, and and watching films. So it's been uh, it's been exhausting. The the whole. I'm, I'm kind of glad it's over now. I'll be quite honest. It's uh, you know it's it gives me a couple of weeks to just kind of go. Ah, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've still got a lot of work to do. Um, which is like I say, I, I went to bed at five thirty this morning because as soon as the Oscars finished, I was going through budget stuff, and then I was up again at nine for a call, and it was just yeah, okay. uh, I've got yeah. So, but at least I don't have to try and cram in 
another 48 films. Is <laughs> the, uh, the point I'm making. But yeah, so production design, that, that went to All Quiet on the Western Front, which I did kick myself for, because when I watched the film, I thought, oh, the prop design's really good on this. And then I completely forgot about it, because that's one of the earliest films I saw. So Another um, win for them, yep. It's third yep, win, so, now, I think, right? Yeah, that was, uh, that was its third, third win, fourth. yeah. Uh, that was its third win. And then, so, the next one we went... What was it? No, hang on. What did it win for so far? Cinematography, International, and... And that one at least, so I can't remember if it... Oh, no, yeah, that was its that was its third win. Uh, after production design, we went to this one. Here are the nominees for Achievement in Music, Best Original Score. All Quiet on the Western Front. Babylon. The Banshees of Inisherin. Everything Everywhere All at Once. And the Fablemans. Do, do, do. That's all I have to say about that one, Rob. I, I typed that in our Twitter chat. Do, 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 do. I'm ah. going to blame you for losing that category because you said it sucked. I didn't pick it. It's, I do, said do, it. Do, do. I said it was I, It's a score that I, I hated. But, um,. But I could I, I see, watch your, yeah, I could see why it would win. I mean, it, well, no, I couldn't see why it would win. It, I, I predicted it would win, uh, is what I should say. Like, it, it was a score that I really wasn't a fan of at all. Um, but it took the BAFTA, which shocked me. And so because it took the BAFTA, I did think, well, here we go then. It's, uh, it's going to be in with the show. Um, and, and it won. Um, not my favourite score at all. I think this one really upset Brandon. Um, he'd gone with yep. Justin Hurwitz's uh, Babylon score, which which I love the score in Babylon, but it did. It, there was a few bits that were just a bit too reminiscent of La La Land for me. You can't rip yourself off. Um, you said that. Yeah. So um, I would have loved for John Williams. You know, at the age of ninety, he became the the oldest competitive Oscar nominee ever. Um, I think he turns ninety-one soon. He looked great this, too. It was, he he looks fantastic. Like yeah, Wednesday ninety-one or whatever. Yeah, he turns on. Yeah, Wednesday ninety-one. Um, this was, um, yeah, this was his fifty-third nomination. Um, so he's six behind Walt Disney, who's got the record on fifty-nine. So, but yeah, John Williams fifty-third nomination. I, I, I would have been really happy to get this category wrong had it gone to John Williams instead. But, um, but no, uh, I went with All Quiet on the Western Front, as did Grace. Um, you went with Babylon, as did, uh, I think, no, no, I've got, wait, no, you went with John Williams, is that correct? I did go with John Williams, yeah. Yes, yeah, you went with John Williams, Dan and Brandon both went with Babylon, there we go, my bad, uh, me and Grace went with All Quiet on the Western Front, JC, uh, gave this to Babylon, um, Dave says, is that Grace doing the voiceover, uh, she does an awesome job, she could, uh, uh even do ASMR. No, that's uh, that's my fiance Kim, Dave. Uh, that's Kim who's doing the uh, the voiceovers. But yes, she's she's great. She's got she's got a great phone voice. So uh, yeah. she's awesome. She she's awesome. Wow, she's awesome. The yes, the last two years, she's awesome. done those from a hotel room in London. Like you know, she, <laughs> like the, the the days that the uh, the nominees have been announced, um, Kim's been away working away, and I've been like, I need your help. 
and she's like send me what you need and I'll do it and within like 20 minutes I've got the files coming back to me and um, <clears throat> and we're able to put these little clips together ready for our, our pub talk videos so um, yeah uh, big thanks to uh, Kim with her, um, her her fantastic voiceover work um, <clears throat> she deserves an award an award in herself <laughs> So that was, um, where are we? I've, <clears throat> I've lost myself there, excuse me. That was Best Original Score, All Quiet on the Western Front. That was the fourth one for um, All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, and then the next one I think was a lock, um, which was this one. Here are the nominees for Achievement in Visual Effects. All Quiet on the Western Front Avatar The Way of Water The Batman Black Panther Wakanda Forever and Top Gun Maverick um, Yeah, so uh, Achievement of Visual Effects I didn't think the. I mean, yeah, the visual effects were, were good in All Quiet on the Western Front but I didn't think they were Mind-blowing. Um, the Batman, again, good visual effects, but nothing amazing. Black Panther, yeah, you could see that could have done well over the years, and also Top Gun Maverick, but then when it's up against Avatar, The Way of Water, and the amount of time it took them to put this film together because of, you know, they had to develop the, the technology to be able to do, um, to do um, motion capture underwater, you know, then, um, then yeah, it was, it was a no-brainer. It was always going to go to... Avatar, like it won, it's uh, it won for was it 10 11 years ago, however, however long that was. So, um, so yeah, Avatar, a worthy winner. Everybody picked Avatar, I don't think anybody went against Avatar for that one. Um, considering how many years Walt Disney had multiple nominations per year, it's a far more impressive feat for John Williams. Yeah, that I completely agree. They're super fluffy. Yeah. Uh, John Williams and Spielberg had a great interview with Stephen Colbert recently, broke down into many parts. I'll have to try and find that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, as I said, it blew it out of the water. I like that, JC. Yeah, good, good play on words. Yeah, completely. As Jimmy, blew it out of Jimmy the say, Jim, as Jimmy Kimmel would say, John Williams still scores. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, um, <clears throat> and Kimmel had a good joke about James Cameron not being in attendance. Yeah, that was. Um, yeah, Jimmy was great with the host last night. I, he didn't do many skits. I think he just, he had to play it safe. I, I do wonder if the Academy asked him to play it safe after last year you know maybe not do too many like you know if you remember when the first year jimmy was host he brought in he brought in a bus full of tourists uh unawares you know um into the into the theater who got up close and personal with with the a-listers um they, they just thought they were on a bus tour around la and then the second year he took a bunch of the a-listers across to the chinese theater which is just around the corner from the dolby and uh, and they handed out sweets and hot dogs and and um, candy and confectionery and stuff to to say thank you to the to the moviegoers um both really really fun moments in in oscar's history i think um but there was none of that this year jimmy just you know he had some good comedic stand-up moments but there was no i think they just had to play it safe after last year and make sure that the evening went off without any unexpected hitches uh you know they didn't want to offend anyone uh, yeah, JC says I wanted skits, absolutely, um, and and I was hoping for skits, but they just didn't happen. Uh, evening, Sebastian, the crab, welcome in. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, uh, just 
they, I think they had to play it safe, um, really, which you can understand. But yeah, so visual effects went to Avatar. Uh, you've not seen Avatar yet, have you, Rob? I have not. I'm excited. It comes out in like two weeks. Yeah. It, it is, comes out the it day is before. Really so not this Friday, next Friday. It comes digitally. Uh, so. I'm excited to see it. I just, I'll be honest. I've wanted to see it like 15 different times with the kids. Uh, they didn't want to see it. You know, my family didn't want to see it. So it was just tough to go see it. So I, I really yeah. want to see. It. I want to see it in the theater, but. which is a shame. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I can I can understand that. It's um, good to see it. Yeah, it's uh, it is worth seeing in the IMAX. I would say as well. Like um, I know it's not always uh, not always easy, but it is well worth seeing in the IMAX if uh, if you can. But um, so if the op option ever comes up and you get the chance to see see it in a, in 3d i would um fully recommend it um the uh next one i think this was a lock-in we all kind of guessed this one um although i did hope that it would go to a different film but uh, the next one was one of the writing awards and that was for here are the nominees for best original screenplay the banshees of inner sharing Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. The Fablemans. Tar. And Triangle of Sadness. Yeah. Uh, I really wanted Banshees to win this one because I think this was the best chance it had of winning anything. Um, but um, it didn't. It went to Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which is what I actually picked. I did pick Everything, Everywhere, as, as we all did. Um, uh, Fablemans was a great story as well. I did enjoy the story of the Fablemans. Obviously, it's a semi-autobiographical thing, which which Hollywood normally likes. So, um, and then obviously, um, Todd Field Tar was great, and and Ruben Usland as well won the uh, won the Palm Door in Cannes for Triangle of Sadness, and it was I, I loved that film. I wasn't expecting much from it, and I really you know, it actually was one of my favourite films of the year. So, uh, all good, worthy. Nominees. Interestingly, Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Inner Sharing writing was also nominated for Best Director. Um, the Daniels, Daniel Kwan, Daniel Shiner for Everything Everywhere All at Once also nominated for Best it's Director. Same exact as directing it. As yep. Screen. Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, Ruben Uslan for Triangle of Sadness, all nominated for writing the original screenplay and for Best Director this year, which I've, no, I've never seen that before, but that was uh, that was quite interesting. But yeah, that one went to Everything Everywhere All at Once. And then, so obviously after original screenplay, you always get... Here are the nominees for Best Adapted Screenplay. All Quiet on the Western Front. Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Living. Top Gun Maverick. And Women Talking. Um, yeah, this was a good, an interesting category for me. I would have loved to have seen Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery win it. That's one of my favourite films of the year. Um, so I would have loved to have seen that win it. I went with All Quiet on the Western Front. Uh, I did Grace. But then you went with... For Adapted? Uh, for Adapted, yeah. Yeah, I went with Women Talking, that one. Yeah, you did, yep. As did, as did Brandon, as did Dan. And uh, you guys all got that one right. Um, I didn't think Women Talking stood a chance until I was watching the uh, the carpet coverage after we'd finished uh, our productions and, uh, and our red carpet discussion and I was watching the carpet coverage 
and there was a lot of talk and a lot of uh, a lot of uh, hype around women talking, and and that's one where I got nervous on this category. I was like, oh, maybe I've got this one wrong. Um, the BAFTA went to all quite on the Western Front, so and there was a great story behind Leslie Patterson, who who uh, was one of the writers of All Quiet on the Western Front, you know, she um, she bought the rights to this 16 years ago and this was a 16 year project. She was a former ath athlete, you know, she'd competed in, um, in triathlons uh, for Great Britain and for Scotland and, uh, and then she moved to Hollywood, took up uh, an acting and a writing course and, uh, and she, she bought the rights to this 16 years ago and this was a, a real passion project for her. Um, so I really, really wanted that dream to come true for her. Um, so, oh, uh, Grace, sorry, I've got your old predictions down in front of me, Grace. Grace changed hers then to women talking, according to, um, I'm guessing, because cause I've got Grace's original pick as, um, as All Quiet. But, um, so Grace's was um, women talking as well. My, my, my apologies. There. Yeah, I got nervous here because All Quiet was winning. All rights. It had. It should have won that too, but it did not. So I don't. I yeah. don't know what. Like, I, I, like it was because my logic is it was it was up for best picture as well. I didn't think it, you know. Obviously, it wasn't nominated for much else, if anything, right? Just how many nominations did Women Talking get? Uh, Women Talking was two, two nominations, yeah, so, and that was um, that was best film. Yeah, I figured. Let's, and for some reason, I was and this, this piecemeal kind of thoughts this year. And I was right sometimes. I was not right a lot of times. But I figured they'd just give it a woman's talking for that. And I was right. So that gamble took a paid off. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a good story as well. Like it's, it's, it's it is a good adapted story. It's based on, I mean, it was a, it's a Canadian story, but it's based on uh, actual true events that happened in a Mennonite community in Bolivia. So, um, so it's it's Sorry, it's a story that deserved talking about. I think you know. Um, so I'm glad it was told. It had a, a great ensemble cast uh, with some really good standout performances. Actually, yeah. that perhaps could have actually garnered nominations themselves um so maybe women talking deserved more than just the two awards that it got so it is nice to have seen it taken something um absolutely but um okay after that one we had here are the nominees for achievement in sound all quiet on the western front avatar the Way of Water, The Batman, Elvis, and Top Gun Maverick. Achievement in sound. Always a tricky one because, uh, well, a tricky one with the categories this year because you had a musical film with Elvis, you had uh, a war film with All Quiet on the Western Front, and you had another military-based film with Top Gun Maverick. Not, not strictly war, but you know, uh, military-based, and, and they're the ones that tend to do well in the sound categories. Um, musicals or or war films really tend to do well. So I didn't think Avatar had an outstanding sound, even though it did have amazing visual effects. I didn't think the Batman had an outstanding sound. It was good, but it wasn't anything mind-blowing. So it was always going to be between Elvis, Top Gun, and All Quiet. Um, I thought Elvis and Top Gun were the two main competitors. Um, don't ask me why. I, I didn't have any inside track on that it was just that was just my gut feeling um but yeah this one i think most of us went with top gun maverick on this one yeah, which, you know, everyone uh, which, who saw it in the theater said oh my god the sound was incredible you have to go see it in the theater so i'll yeah. be right back hold on yeah. okay yep yeah. yep yeah. um, uh, yeah, i'll just 
pop uh, Rob out there. So um, yeah, sound went uh, sound. I went with Top Gun, uh, being that it was bound to at least win one award, and I couldn't place it anywhere else. So I figured sound will be it. That's a, a good. Um, that's a good pick, JC. A good solid pick. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Um, yeah, the sound in that film was really good. To be fair, so. Um, Unfortunately, I only saw it on TV because they, it, it got released on Sky over here. So I only saw it on TV. I do wish I'd seen it in uh, in a cinema um, to fully appreciate the whole uh, sound uh, effect. And if it ever goes back into cinemas, maybe I'll maybe I'll give that a chance. Um, uh, Super fluffy it says uh, at this point, someone in my building decided to set their kitchen on fire, and I had to evacuate. Uh, oh no, evacuate my apartment. Uh, it all turned out fine, but I missed a few award presentations. Uh, sorry, sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, um, yeah. This, as long as everyone was okay, that's the main thing. That's um, you know, it's uh, the the awards. You can always replay them on YouTube and things, but obviously, um, someone's um, apartment and their personal possessions you, you can't get back so so e easily. You know, um, memories and things. So as long as everyone was okay, that is absolutely the main thing there um, but yeah so that was sound um, which went to Top Gun Maverick our next category was and this one was going to be very interesting so uh, this was our next category here are the nominees for achievement in music Best Original Song Applause from Tell It Like a Woman Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick Lift Me Up from Black Panther Wakanda Forever Natu Natu from RRR And This Is A Life from Everything Everywhere All At Once <laughs> uh, Rob doing the dance. This one was a great category, I thought, because obviously we had all the live performances uh, on the night. So, so I was really, really kind of, I was really looking forward to this one. Obviously, you had um, Diane Warren six years straight. She's been nominated, the fourteenth nomination. You kind of a little bit rooting for her, but uh, oh, I can't remember who performed with her. Why did um, Rob say Diane Warren and thing? And I'm like, all right, I get it, but shut up, sing the song. Yeah, um, so you kind of, I feel sorry for Diane Warren because, like, again, you know, like, nominated, but I, I felt felt like she didn't really stand a chance when she was up against Lady Gaga uh, for Top Gun Maverick, which was great, Rihanna for uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, um, the song from Everything Everywhere All at Once, the, perform the live performance of it, really, I didn't think was a great performance. Uh, I remember Kim watching it and going, this is nominated? Why? And then you kind of hear the, the, the clip from the film and it's so much better. The recorded version than the live version, it didn't really translate well to a live stage. Um, but what I think, you know, really one of the highlights of the night was the actual performance on stage of uh, Natu Natu by RRR. I didn't pick this one in this category. Uh, I, I went with um, Lady Gaga. I thought she was going to win it because it's a great song. But uh, you guys all went for RRR. That one won it. And uh, and it was a great performance. It was one of the, one of my highlights of the night seeing that live performance. It's a great moment in the film. It's a long film, over three hours long, um, a Tollywood film, with lots of 
dancing and lots of over-the-top stuff and you know colourful musical numbers and Natu Natu being obviously the big one. And it's a great moment. I mean, Kim watched that performance again today and she said, I want to see the film just based on that, you know, even though that was the only thing that was... Um, so it's really long. Yeah. So, I don't um, want to see the film based on that. It's really long. <laughs> so Grace says, you know I, I voted for Gaga even though I know she wouldn't win. Uh, her stripped-down performance was fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I loved Gaga's performance last night. Rihanna's was good as well, but I thought Gaga's performance was fantastic. Um, and um, and I thought um, RRR's performance was fantastic. So um, my mother said the same old live was even lower quality that made, made it even weirder. Yeah, I think Kim's exact words were, this song is as weird as the film <laughs> when it came to that's regarding the the song from everything everywhere all at once um but yeah so that was the um that was best original song so that left five categories left in the night uh four big ones but before the four big ones we had this one here are the nominees for achievement in film editing the Banshees of Inisherin. Elvis. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Tar. And Top Gun Maverick. Uh, so, yeah, editing. Um, this one I think most of us got right. Um, I mean, Banshees was a good film. I didn't think the editing was necessarily anything spectacular. I didn't think Elvis could have been in with a shout, but uh, but none of us seemed to pick Elvis on this one. Uh, I think one or two went with Tar, which uh, yeah was all right editing. I would have thought Top Gun Maverick might have got more votes as well, but um, but the editing um, for Everything Everywhere All at Once was was something else. It's quite interesting. Um, obviously, we all use different apps when we're making our videos. I use Wondershare Filmora. And, uh, and when I launched that yesterday to, to work on a video um, uh, on, on Oscars Day, uh, it, it asked me if I wanted to predict the Academy Awards, and, and so I did a few predictions. And then it took me to a link that Wondershare Filmora have put up, and it shows you how to actually edit some of the things in uh, using Wondershare cool. Filmora uh, in Everything Everywhere All at Once. So it shows you how to edit the broken That's glass cool. effect, yeah, with with the where, where she's got the the multiverse kind of different versions of her, and it shows one of the magic bits, and it shows uh, it shows something else. So it was just um, yeah, just several different bits from everything everywhere, and I'm I'm looking forward to actually just playing around with that and going through those and just learning those techniques because cool. I think the editing in everything everywhere all at once was superb, and uh, and it was a, a just winner. Uh, we all went with that one, I believe. So um, still a most of us. It's it's a very bizarre movie. But technically, it's brilliant, and I can completely see um, why this one won. Grace says, editing, she picked Maverick. Shocking. Another one wrong for me. Lol. Um, yeah, uh, Kim summed it up perfectly as weird as the movie. That's, that's the song we're talking about. Um, yeah, the movie lived or died with the editing. Absolutely. It was, uh, it was an absolute worthy winner. Um, uh, technically, it was, it was brilliant. And, um, and this is where... You kind of got the feeling that everything everywhere all at once might now go on to have an amazing evening and um yeah you kind of knew it right there exactly so with the four biggest awards left i think we all got the feeling it was going to take at least two if not three of those so um yeah. so the next award Moving was... on. here are the nominees for achievement in directing 
Martin McDonough for the Banshees of Inisherin, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Usland for Triangle of Sadness. I don't know, I feel bad. Spielberg, like that—that that movie got zero buzz. It got zero anything. Again, yeah. how, it was so funny because if you watch like the stuff in the beginning, I just want to say this about the Fable Bits real quick. Like they show the ending, they show like bits and pieces of the movie. It looks like a great movie, and then you see it, you're like, uh, I don't like it. <laughs> I, like I know you liked it. I know Brandon loved it, and, and like I wanted to love it. I love, I, lo- I love Spielberg. I love. John Williams. I just, I'm the same. Yeah, I'm the same. I would love to see so much more. I know. I know Spielberg's story. He's like my idol, and I just. It's... Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I, I would have loved to have seen Spielberg win it because because Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, same as I would have loved to have seen John Williams win it because John Williams, um, and that's that's probably the reason why. And then then I'm just picking my favorite filmmaker, yeah. and and not not picking a vote based on uh, who based on merit. So. Um, I got this one correct. I thought the Daniels were going to win it for everything, everywhere, all at once. All of us went with that one because uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you, you wouldn't go with another one. Um, Banshees was, was good. I enjoyed it. I thought it deserved to win something. Uh, Spielberg, love Spielberg. Todd Field, Tar, yeah, I, that was that was good. Uh, Ruben Usland as well, I would have loved. Like If he had taken this as well, that would have been superb. But, um, but no, it was always going to go to the Daniels. We all went with that one. Um, and so I, I kind of this was the point in the night where I felt confident then um, that things so, were going to go well to me. About them, they were like vid- music video directors. They met at like they a were, camp. Yeah. they were at a camp together that taught like like filmmaking or something like that. And they're like, hey, let's you know, I'm jealous of these kids. Let's make some films ourselves. And they made music videos and then out of nowhere. And they're, they're the two hot the, new directors, whatever. Yeah, and the pitch that one of them made, like you know, to say to say, you know, was basically, I want to put my mum in the Matrix, and that's what they did. That's like so Michelle. Yo was was based on was based on um, Daniel Kwan's mum, I believe. <laughs> you know, and uh, you know that's why she's the mother in the film, and uh, and the why the film is so trippy. You know, it's putting putting his mum in the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, Kay, Kay says, um, "I'm not surprised it won so many awards, but at the same time, I wonder why it did uh, uh, everything everywhere. Uh, I didn't think it was that great, but I'm a simple gal." Kay, I'm completely with you. I wasn't the biggest fan of Everything Everywhere all at once. I found it very humorous. I laughed at it a lot. Um, it was a bit crazy. The end, I kind of went, huh. Uh, and, and it took me a while to kind of figure out the overall meaning. I'm still not sure I have figured that out. I can see, though, it's a technical family, masterpiece. Really what it is. Yeah, like, it's family, it's love. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's a technical masterpiece, though. And that's why, um, like, the editing, the... the um, the acting was great in it, um, and it just—it was so fast-paced and crazy. And maybe not everyone likes that. Uh, a complete opposite to last year's *Power of the Dog*, which everyone thought was going to uh, swoop everything, though. So, um, by the yeah, way, the movie um, came out last April. Like, that's yeah, very and rare. It's done so well, so early. And I, I give Brandon props. He, like, he saw that movie. He's like, "Oh my god, that movie's amazing! It, it could win Best Picture." Like, he said it last April when he saw it. Like, and I'm like. And it went, 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 went. I think I finally saw it in like December, November, December. I was like, wow, it's it's tough to sit there. It's very bizarre. And, uh, yeah. 
Okay, Having a middle-aged woman save the universe, awesome, absolutely super fluffy, eh? Um, and 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 a mum, like you know, mums are the superheroes, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, we, as Michelle Yeoh said, you know, we, we wouldn't be here without our mums. So, um, so yeah, it's um, my 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 last uh, little bit on what you were just saying, Rob, was uh, yeah, obviously everything everywhere came out in April, then Elvis, uh, or no, Top Gun came out in May. Elvis came out in June, and it was just like normally the, the films that do well in, in award season come out in like November, December. That's you know, and do. so it was it was such an interesting like they'll, shift they'll, away they'll from just, that. Like, limit it, release it, and then it'll come out eventually, whatever. But based on yeah. the Oscar buzz, but it's, things have changed. You know, we're in a different world now. There we go. So, um, so Grace, you might want to grab a, a, a cushion to hide behind it here. So <laughs> the next award of the night was. the nominees for best performance by an actor in a leading role Austin Butler in Elvis Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inisherin, Brendan Fraser in The Whale Paul Mescal in Aftersun and Bill Nye in Living um, Yeah, I didn't this think is, Bill Nye That's how you do the category Heads or tails? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it was. Uh, I didn't think Bill Nye stood a chance. I didn't think Paul Mescal stood a chance. Um, Colin Farrell had won a Golden Globe, so I, I would have loved to have seen him more in the running for this. Um, I loved his performance in Banshees of Inisherin, but it was going to be between Austin Butler, who was superb as Elvis. Let me say that from 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 the off. I didn't pick Austin Butler because I thought Brendan Fraser's performance just moved me that little bit more and i know grace will completely disagree and that's fine uh, grace loved austin butler's performance uh, i'm sorry grace um yeah and um and yeah don't get me wrong austin butler brought elvis back to life uh, which was amazing um brendan fraser though as a as a father of a teenage daughter um and and what he's fighting for in in the movie you know, with his teenage daughter he moved me to tears i'll be quite honest so uh, so I went. That's the the reason I picked Brendan Fraser. Um, and obviously, Brendan Fraser. I didn't, won. I didn't like him well at all, but yeah, that's why I didn't pick him. But I went with my heart and probably Buzz, and he was kind of it's kind of like Austin Butler, and then you know Lisa Marie Presley dies, and then Brendan Fraser wins, and it's just like it's like literally like a ping pong match back and forth. So yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I just felt towards the end here. I, I don't know. Brendan Fraser yeah. did have more buzz going into the Oscars. You said it. Should have probably went with, you know, obviously I've picked the wrong person. Yeah, JC says uh, he had Austin Butler because uh, Brendan was away from movie making for such a long time. Uh, he surprised me, but um, well deserved and about time. Yeah, his. Saying like the Encino Man. I was, I was in Disney yeah. World. They had the premiere for Encino Man, which was awesome. You yeah. Know? What, 30 years ago? I, I love that film. It's called California Man over here because yeah, 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 if I you say that. Encino to a Britain, people are going to, what, yeah. what's an Encino? Uh, yeah, you know, so... Fog was in it with him too, which is awesome. Yeah, of course, yeah. So, um, yeah, last night, I think the Oscars was, uh, it felt very much like a reunion for a lot of, uh, a yeah. lot of um, Hollywood's elite, so uh, that yeah. was quite nice. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, Grace, uh, you know, it, um, Kay says she would have gone with Austin Butler as well. And had Austin Butler won it, it would have been well deserved as well. I'm, I am going to say that it was a very tough category to pick that one. Um, this next one was tough as well, but I think we all kind of guessed where it was going to go. 
there was one other person in the race. There was one other person I would have loved to have seen win it who wasn't even in the running, really. So, but um, but that was. Here are the nominees for best performance by an actress in a leading role: Kate Blanchett in Tar, Anna de Armas in Blonde, Andrea Riseborough in To Leslie, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans and Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, yeah, so um, that one was always going to go one of two ways, um, which was um, Blanchett Fatar, Kate Blanchett Fatar, or Michelle Yeoh. Uh, I personally loved Anna de Armas from Blonde. I thought she was superb. Uh, I didn't see too Leslie, and I thought Michelle Michelle Williams in The Fablemans was great as well. I thought she gave a, st uh, a stellar performance. Uh, I know you weren't a big fan of that film, but uh, yeah, uh, we all went with the winner. Um, yeah, what what did you think, Rob? You know what? Like I just, uh, you know, you can't you can't mess with Kate Blanchett. She what did she win? She won some award at some point. Yeah, well, she that was her eighth nominee uh, nomination, so that yeah, ties her on. with like Glenn Close and and Judy Dench and uh, you know, again, so. Tar like zero buzz, zero as far as I saw, zero buzz. I'm like, I don't know, it just wasn't Kate Blanchett's year. It was definitely you know Michelle Young. How do you? I don't know how to say her name. Sorry, Michelle Young. Yeah, Michelle so Yeo. yeah, it was Michelle her Yeo. year. Yeah. Come on, she won most of this stuff. It was building up. You knew she was winning. Like you know, as soon as the other two walked, you knew she was winning. So. It was just good. It was a good moment, you know. It, it, unfortunately, it was so late, and like there's so much already to happen with everything, everywhere all at once. And like her, her winning wasn't as climactic as the other wins. I felt, you know what I mean? Like it was just like, yeah, oh, yeah kind of knew it already. And like, but it was great. She looked great, uh, you know. They, you could tell, you know, they filmed this in, in, in when did they film this? 2020, I think, or something. They filmed it so long ago, so yeah, uh, they were saying, and it just they were so grateful and they were so happy with everything. And I guess because the pandemic and everything so oh it was just it was, great good to see it, was, it was great I, I, go ahead I'll, I'll ask it when we get to that so i was gonna say uh, michelle michelle's speech was great and uh, that she came from hong kong cinema now to oscars bravo says jc so um and yeah that was a uh, hands down her pick yeah kate's already won twice um yeah says a uh, super fluffy yeti so yeah i know i know kate was um an oscar winner uh, and, and was of the four acting categories one of only four previous nominees? Um, Looks uh, interesting. So I, I, I probably want to see first time nominees. So you, you want to see Tar? Yeah, Tar's, Tar's good. It's a slow burn, but it's uh, her performance is good. But yeah, um, sixteen first time nominees this year across the four acting categories, which is which is great. It's the first time that's happened in eighty six years. The ninth Academy Awards was the uh, back in what nineteen thirty seven, I think, was the last time that happened so yeah. um yeah so so um yeah the uh there we go um tar was a it great is. performance but michelle doesn't always get um get to be nominated for oscars so they will give it to her as as kate will be around more <laughs> yeah quite possibly i think it still has you to go on there and I, I think michelle yeah was uh was worthy of the win yeah um it was a great performance let's do this come on so the the, the Ooh, last one of the night the last one of the night <laughs> Here are the nominees for Best Picture. All Quiet on the Western Front. 
Avatar, The Way of Water. The Banshees of Inisherin. Elvis. Everything, everywhere, all at once. The Fablemans. Tar. Top Gun Maverick. Triangle of Sadness. And Women Talking. I'm sorry, I just get excited. I'm doing the Natu Natu dance again. I'm rushing here. I'm all excited. Let's do this. The Natu Natu dance, and uh, we'll just add in some of the highlights from the entire night while we're talking away. There's no, there's no audio there, but just while we're talking away. Um, but yeah, so best picture. Um, I think, I mean, this was a lock-in, really, wasn't it? Uh, at the end, all quite on the Western Front. You know, you did think at one point uh, because I think that won the BAFTA, as I recall. You did think, well, that's you know, it's it's um, it's going to stand a chance here now because because um, it it started off early in the night winning some more awards than I think people were expecting. Avatar didn't really stand a chance. The Banshees of Inisherin hadn't won anything else, so it wasn't going to win this. Elvis didn't perform as well as I think people were expecting, so um, so no. The Fablemans likewise. Uh, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, Women Talking. It was only going to go one way, and uh, and I think we all picked this one. It was everything, everywhere, all at once. It it won the most awards of the night. It won the big awards across like three of the four acting categories. It had won di- uh, best director. It won editing. You know, so um, the only other one that normally makes it a lock was would be cinematography. It didn't win that one, but um, yeah. but yeah, it was it was um, a superb night for everything, everywhere, all at once. Which which you know um, took the biggest prize and like i said before not my favorite film of the year not by any stretch but um having made peace with the fact that it was going to be the winner um and having seen some of the clips again last night and i don't know maybe when i watched it i just wasn't in the right frame of mind and kim said that as well kim really didn't like everything everywhere all at once when she watched it but she did say, um, you know, um, she would be prepared to watch it again. Maybe she was just in the wrong frame of mind. And um, and absolutely, uh, it is a technical masterpiece. I can completely appreciate the, the brilliance behind it. So, uh, so, yeah, we are looking forward to watching it again at some point and giving it another go because the performances in it are great. The, the director was Because they just do a couple uncomfortable things and it just makes you feel uncomfortable. Like, which is, you know, I don't watch a movie to make you feel uncomfortable. So. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but um, yes, yeah, some highlights of the night. Grace, look away. Um, <laughs> so let's go over who. Let's see who got what. Because unfortunately, I do gotta go. I apologize. <clears throat> so yeah. So uh, so we did, I was tally, doing the final tallies here, guys. I think we've we're right. uh, we've been tallying them up. Um, Kimmy didn't take part this year, so Kim obviously jointly won with Grace last year, but she didn't take part this year. Yeah. Um, Disney Circus Girl Ray finished with ten right, and in doing so, it means that she isn't our worst picker in history because that still stays with Brandon, who got, what, four, was it, one year? That was his lowest, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, it's, it's going to take some going to beat Brandon's four, I think. But, um, but yeah, so Disney Circus Girl Ray finished with ten. Um, Movie Magic Nick and Bespoke Magic. Movie Mania Nick, sorry, my apologies. Movie Mania Nick uh, and Bespoke Magic both got 11 picks correct. Uh, JC, 
Um, JC, you got 13, uh, correct? JC kind of did a little typo thing. He had said he had 12 or 13. I'm going to give him the 13. doesn't really matter anyway, JC. Okay, cool. Um, Next was um, a joint between Grace and Brandon. Grace was kicking herself um, because she, I think she went with heart over head on a few things. And, uh, and she admitted that last night. Um, and they both got 14 apiece, uh, Grace and Brandon. Uh, Grace is uh, adamant uh, and has vowed that she is going to do better next year and, uh, and put a bit more thought into her picks. I mean, it's all a bit of fun at the end of the day, isn't it? So it's, um, you know, and, and I, I sometimes go with my heart. So it's, you know, absolutely... Uh, yeah, there we go. That's the that's the end of those uh, highlights. But um, yeah, so Grace Brandon, fourteen apiece. Jim from More Sunshine, please uh, got fifteen correct. So well done, Jim. Um, uh, Rob, Rob, you, you said you were gonna you confident against seventeen. I did. Uh, when 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 we did it, you said you were confident against seventeen. You were close. You got sixteen. So um, so well done. So that leaves it between Dan and myself. Uh, Dan had a pretty bad couple of years, the last couple of years. Um, I said I was confident of, uh, I was only confident of getting 11, uh, 10 or 11. I said if I got 16, I'd do well. I wanted to get 18. Um, Dan got 17. And um, and I finished. Go on, Rob, you can tell, you can tell people why. The man, Adam. I thought he was going to get a perfect score the way he was going last night, but he did come in for 19. What did you say? What were you going to be happy with? You said I was going to be happy with 18, so I, I really didn't think I was going to get that many. So congratulations so, yeah. to Adam. I actually conceded last night. I know I didn't win, so he won. Ladies and gentlemen, he has the award already. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's, 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 <laughs> that's from the other awards. So. Yeah, that's the other awards. Congratulations, that's the ones I've won previously. I'm proud of you. Um, and then... Um, it's Ooh, still in its box. It's still in its box. So um, yeah, I'd uh, I'd like to thank the um, Pub Talk Academy, um, the Academy of Pubs. Um, I'd like to thank uh, my mum because that was a running theme last night. You know, without my mum, I wouldn't be here. Uh, obviously, I'd like to thank um, Champagne, not the carpet, because that was a disappointment. Bring, bring back the red next year. But I'd like to thank. Um, nice. Yeah, I'd like to thank everyone for taking part. Really, it's it was. Yeah, we had fun. And good next fun. year, next year, guys, the the your, your votes have to be in Friday before the show. Period. You know, we're gonna put that rule in, right? I think we said that, Adam, right? Yeah, like, yeah. We, we'll, we'll make sure that final nominees are on our Friday before uh, prediction show. Right? Even so. even Thursday, maybe because unfortunately, you know, people send them late, and we're like we're literally. I was doing the tallyations while the the tallies during the show here, so. Please just so, Grace gonna... says, no more want to win. I actually never do that. I am a think-will-win person. But this year, it was all about Elvis, lol. So that's where that's where Grace went down. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, I wish there were more award shows because this has been great fun. I love Adam's passion and love of the business. Thank you, Super Fluffy. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, we'll, uh, maybe next year we'll cover a bit more of the awards season. Who knows? Like, no, if, 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 I, if I'm not doing a uh, film We have four shows time, already. How many yeah, more are we going to so, do? We'll see what we can well, do. We do the BAFTA uh, show. Usually you do a BAFTA show. Yeah, we sometimes do a BAFTA show. Uh, Kay says she loves that I'm stacking up the awards. Yeah, I had a gap last year. I genuinely, <laughs> genuinely did not think I was going to win this year. So um, so uh, Dan was determined to pit me to it this year. 
uh, and he came close. That was Dan's best showman for a couple of years. Um, and yeah, bring on next year because we look, this is our fifth pub talk. Uh, pub talk four Oscars, five, so. uh, four of the five. I'm, I'm happy that I won. It's only a bit of fun. Like it doesn't really bother me. Like, I, like I'm happy that I won because um, if I was to have a really bad showing, I, I think I'd feel quite silly given that I. I work on films and things, but that's not to say that I'm a a, a, a fountain of all knowledge. Like you know, I, I don't I don't pretend to know more than other people or anything like that. It's yeah, but just, you know um, what? You deduct. You I'd see like what's going on. You watch the movies. You deduct who won other times. You know the history very well. So definitely, all those traits definitely help you. So. Yeah, yeah, p perhaps. Yeah, you guys uh, were up in the air with your picks during the show. So, um, um. Yeah, I, I mean, I stuck to my... What I picked on Friday, I stuck to that. I, I, I know I was kind of like, oh, I might change it. I didn't. I stuck to everything I picked on Friday. Um, yeah, so you guys were up in the air with your picks on Friday, so how was that fair? Yeah, I didn't really have change to be rock much, solid. There might have yeah, been one I think... change I had originally in the ballad. I don't know. It doesn't matter because <laughs> I came in third anyway, so maybe I would have yeah, been tied with Jim, but uh, I got 15. I, I think I got I, I got 16. I think I might have missed one or so. I don't know. Doesn't really yeah, matter. You, no, I, I recounted yours today because you 16. thought you had 15. Uh, yeah, you were on 16, yeah. Uh, Jim says it was an honour just to be nominated. Um, <laughs> now we need Adam to win a real one for his movie. I think that's... Uh, yes, definitely. <sighs> do you know what? Uh, in all seriousness, I mean, it, it would be my lifelong dream to go to the Academy Awards. Um, just to just to be in attendance. Like, you know, not not even as a nominee, just to be in now. attendance. Can, I, can you bring me along as your guest? As a date. I mean, I've already promised, um, I mean, and uh, and I hope Kim's not listening here. Um, <laughs> I've, all, I've already promised to take Jessica Chastain. No, I'm joking. Um, no, <laughs> no I've, I've already promised to take my mum. If, uh, if, like, that, that was that was a thing that she maybe promised years ago. She was like, she was like, if I, if you ever get to the Academy Awards, you've got to take me. And I was like, yeah, of course I'll take you, mum. Um, so, but obviously Kim would be, uh, would, would be, and then you, Rob, obviously, you know, wow, not, not that I've got, right, nice. not that I've got any favorites, you know, um, nice. you know, out of, out of you and Dan and Brandon, you but know, I asked um, first, so. <laughs> yeah, but you asked first, you know, so, um, but yeah, obviously you've got to pick a fight with Jessica Chastain, which, uh, you know, so, <laughs> you know, nice. yeah, no, um, no, it's, uh, yeah, just, just to get to go to the Oscars would be would be something else like you know and, and again like you know i think um i think kihoi kwan no no it was the daniels it was the daniels um like uh daniel kwan said during his speech you know he was talking about his son and he, he sort of i love my son he said he said don't think this is something you need to live up to this isn't normal you know when he right, uh, right. about winning an, uh, an oscar he said he said it doesn't matter what you do in life i will always love you um you know so don't think you have to live up to this oh. because this isn't something that it, it happens you know normally like you know and he's absolutely right i think it's an honor to just get nominated it's probably an honor to just attend like i say i mean yeah. I'd, I'd be i'd be thrilled with that um just being able to attend when i visited the dolby theater in 2018 just to be in that room where they have the Oscars yeah. year on year and where I've seen so many historical moments that I've loved watching yeah. on TV, you know, just to be there was, was enough for me. And, and when they gave me the program for the Oscars 90 um, program, because they had a couple left um, left in the office there, that was that was mind-blowing enough. So that's all I need. Um, yeah. I got two yeah, questions just, real quick. Who was the yeah. guy who accepted the award for everything, everywhere, all at once? Was that the director or the... Producer what, for, who for best picture? Yeah, who is that Pro guy? Producer, that'd be the producer. the producer. So that that's where producers win the awards. Be uh, best picture always goes to. What was the his producer. name? I, I had no clue who that guy was. 
Uh, yours is a good. It's a, it's alright. Don't worry about because um, I got limited time. My favorite moment of the night was when Key. Key like one. Yeah. He goes up and Harrison Ford gives out the the award for best picture and he gives them the and like it's funny you kind of see it a little bit on the broadcast but I, if you look at my Twitter I retweeted it someone from the audience was filming it he runs up and gives Harrison Ford a big hug because he was in Indiana Jones Indiana Jones two uh, Temple of Doom and that's where he started and it was amazing Spielberg was there and Harrison Ford gave him the award and he gave the hug and that just makes you really want to love that guy and then, then they had yeah. the older gentleman too who was was there too it was in the movie too yeah age 94 wasn't he so yeah um yeah he was there jonathan wang was the producer that you're thinking yeah, okay. of by the way so and yeah, then so by the way the daniels my, producers and my favorite part of the night was when he let when he was le when second night he walks off the donkey from uh banshee's inner sheeran was there it said uh you know number of academy awards without an incident and it was it said zero he flipped it to one high fives the bear or they mentioned that the Cocaine Bear was there too. Cocaine Bear, yeah, yeah, that was and probably the only skit of the night. Yeah, that, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, so much fun. You uh, see it. Academy Awards without incident one was was I, I laughed so much at that. That was uh, that was good. Because yeah, I think good, Adam so. and I were talking earlier. I said he was the most notorious incident ever. Was you know with the La La Land and then the slap last year. So like that's not the biggest incident ever. You know one of the yeah things, so. exactly. That, I, Jimmy Kimmel Crazy. must have been rubbing his hands together. Like, not not that anyone wanted to see physical violence committed in the uh, in, no, in the, no, the, no no yeah not at all. Incident, nobody nobody would have enjoyed yeah. last year. I, I, I'm saying it tongue-in-cheek that Jimmy Kimmel was rubbing his hands you know, having no longer presided over the worst moment in Oscars history but um, yeah no it's uh, nobody would have taken any enjoyment out of that last year whatsoever uh, Grace Adam if you make it to the Oscars we'll all go in even just to party with you yeah well if, if ever I make it to the Academy Awards then we're doing a pub talk live from LA uh, is, is I gotta run guys thank you so I gotta go pick up my son so Rob's gotta run Thanks, um, bring us Thanks all on the live stream Thanks, Thanks Rob for coming in uh, I'm going to end this here now. Rob is jumping out. Bye, guys. Uh, thank you, thank Rob. You so been, been a pleasure as always. Right, yeah. Thanks, right, Take bye. care, buddy. So, yeah, bye -bye. so yeah, it's been a pleasure uh, doing award season. I, I'm sad it's over, but I'm glad I don't have to watch any more films. Not because I haven't enjoyed it, just because I'm exhausted. Uh, as, I, as I said earlier, it's been a, it's been a long slog working on a film, um, working on everyday life, and trying to watch so many things all at the same time. Uh, Jim says, if ever I go to the Oscars, I'll probably get stuck sitting behind someone wearing an enormous hat, yeah, or, or the, the girl who wore the big hood on her gown last uh, last night. Super fluffy, yay. Adam's goal, the nominee. My goal, a seat filler. I, I'd, I'd just take a seat filler, to be quite honest. And uh, the choice to have Harrison present, I think, was deliberate. A smart, good choice. Yeah, it was a it was a good choice. He's presented Best Picture a few times, Harrison Ford, now. So, so but that's it, guys. We're going to wrap up there. Uh, it's been a fun award season in the uh well in the pub talk group um and obviously it's been fun to play along with you guys uh like i said it's been the fifth pub talk oscars and um and it's yeah um roll on next year I, i'm not sure if they've announced the date ne next year yet um sometimes it's february sometimes it's march so we'll keep an eye on that but uh well done to everyone who played um thanks for tuning in it's been a blast i'm gonna go and um finish my champagne and the last of my oscars nibbles from last night and then the diet starts tomorrow to get ready for Cannes film festival in may um so yeah i do need to kind of try and get a little bit beach and red carpet body 
ready for that, so that'll be fun, um, and I'll try and keep everyone tuned with um, with that. I hope you all have a, a lovely week and a lovely rest of your Monday evening, and um, and thanks for watching. And we'll be back with another pub talk soon. I think Rob was hoping to maybe go live on Friday. I believe it's St Patrick's Day. We haven't sorted out everything yet, so stay tuned. We may go live on Rob's channel on on Friday, or certainly if not this Friday, then then in the coming in the coming weeks. Um, and we'll try and get some more pub talks under our belts, under our hats. And we'll see you guys in the pub soon. So uh, thanks for coming in, guys. Pub out. Cheers. Last orders at the bar. Thanks. <laughs>